I'm bringing slightly, uh, a slightly different energy to the first 10 minutes of our time together today. I'm standing up. Normally I don't stand up. But today I'm standing up and I'm going to see if I can angle the boom arm. It's a good boom arm. So I can get it full height. I should do this more. I don't know if it if it helps the sort of late night, you know, sultry energy that uh, that you've come to know from from the bugle from the bugle. Oh wow! I was just listening to the bugle podcast, and so that's what happened there. Is I just confused the name of my show, my show, with that of a successful fifteen year long running podcast. So that's good. The reason I'm stood up is because my cat's in my chair. And I didn't want to disturb him because he, he's he's jumped in there a couple of times over the last couple of days. I don't know what it is particularly about that I am feeling a different energy. I don't know if you can feel it. Ooh, I like it. I don't, <laughs> it's just dynamism, right? Um, it, it, there's also a bit of a stand-up vibe. I think that's what's happening. Uh, as in stand-up comedy. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about my, my chair at the moment, but he's he wants to be in it. And I got here, got back into the office after just being over there. I'm pointing to behind me where I was uh, having my tea. Came, came in here. And uh, he's just he's just quite happy. And I had, I had no desire to uh, to mess with that. So, so yeah, that's 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 where that's where we are today. Where we also are is at the lighthouse. Welcome. I'm very happy that you are here, and uh, I hope you're having whatever day it is for you. I hope it's a good one. Well, for me, it's a Tuesday. Uh, for you, if you get this, if you listen to it at the time of the getting. <laughs> It's a Wednesday, unless you're using re- replay.origin.fm, which is the thing I talked about yesterday, uh, the little tool that I uh, I made just sort of for the fun of it um, and sort of finished it this morning and then got it up on its feet. I, as the, as the kids say, I stood it up. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of standing metaphors today. That's what we're finding out. Uh, but yes, I, I, I got it on its feet. Um, and uh yeah quite quite happy with it it's quite nice uh i i've yet to see if uh oh uh, a, a quick point of order actually yeah so i said i'm stood up i'll be stood up for the first 10 minutes that's because right now it's well now like 6 or 7 minutes to 9 uh at, w- at which point when the clock does strike 9 the cat will run out of the office and he will go to his feeder and join his sister, who is probably, as we speak, eagerly sat right by the feeder and waiting for the little telltale clink. It's such a... Have I told you about my feeder? Oh, I don't, I don't know if I have. I'll tell you about that in a bit. But first off, so many things to talk about. Oh, there you are. Cat's just moved. Now we have the dilemma. that That's not related to food. I think he just heard a thing. And so he went to go and investigate. It's fine, Roscoe. I've checked. Just people in the in the in the building. Um, yeah. Now now we have the dilemma: Do I stay standing up? And for now, I think I will. I like it. I've done one other podcast recording stood up that I can remember, uh, and it was uh, my Hitchhiker's Show a couple of years ago. Um, and I was just to the left of me now. 
um, uh, what, 270 degrees? Um, or 90 degrees to the left, if, if, you, if you like. Um, I used to have a little, well, have a little cupboard. And for a time, I used that uh, as a recording booth, but it never really quite worked out. Um, I wasn't good enough as a... Tell you what, there's so many things. We're, we're, we're layering so many things on here, and I haven't even given us a time to check in. So let's do that. Let's see what is coming up for you today. What? How are you feeling? How are you doing? What is your mind, your body, your soul asking you to notice today? What's it asking you to pay attention to? And Do we want to give that a little bit of space and a little bit of kindness and a little bit of compassion? Give that, give that feeling an embrace. And let it know it's welcome. Even if it's a negative one, let it know that it's, it can take up space and it can be dealt with. So let's take that moment now. So for me, I'm feeling a bit of that dynamism, feeling a little bit of that energy. Um, I do think I noticed the difference. I had a lot more energy yesterday. I think because I moved, and it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It kind of makes me think, ah, the more I could do st- standing up, you know, or just moving around, you know. It's, that That's an interesting thing is... As I'm standing here, I'm much more, I'm moving my body a lot more. And that's interesting. Like I'm, I'm properly sort of going from side to side. And I don't think that's because I'm uncomfortable. I just think, yeah, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the freedom of movement. And, uh, yeah, almost contemplating the idea of a standing desk. Wouldn't that be a thing? Or at least, well, I'm trying to think now. Because I've got a riser for my monitor, I could I could put my keyboard on there. Because my my dream, well, dream so much, but my my plan at some point uh, is to upgrade some bits in the office and get myself a visa mount or a visa mount, however you say it, uh, which is a thing you attach to the bum of a of a monitor. Um, it's not really its bum, is it? Um, it's just the small of its back uh, or the square right in the back. Um, and you you know you mount it to a wall or to a desk, uh, and uh, probably not to a wall, unless you're going to drill into the wall. But you can clamp it to a desk, and I like that. I want. I, I used to have one. Um, I don't know if it was a visa mount, but it was. You know, it was a mount. It was a monitor mount. Years and years and years ago, like three house <laughs> houses. No, two houses ago, and it was great. It's great for posture. Uh, especially for me, because being visually impaired, like I just I cannot get a monitor that's really close enough without hunching, and the 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 mount system means I can bring it right up to my face, uh, and I can kind of lean back a little bit more, and then you know if I'm on a call, I can just push the monitor back because I always have my second monitor here that I uh, that I have my calls on. Now this second monitor does. Um, it's it's got a decent little stand on it, so it'll sort of move up uh, if I need it to, but it probably won't move up enough that it would be at uh, at eye level. And I'm I'm scared that if I do it now, I'm going to mess something up. So I think I'll I'll leave it. But yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the movement. Um. And uh, yeah, so 
gosh, where were we? I can't remember where we were when I decided, you know, when I, I sort of stopped mid-flow and I was like, hang Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you about my feeders. So I, 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 I am sorry if I've talked about this before. I really don't know. I got them on... I got it on... Actually, it might have been... Couldn't have been Sunday. Oh, no, it was... Yeah, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. And it's a, it's a, new, it's a new feeder. Uh, and it's got stainless steel bowls and one hopper. So you put all the food in the hopper and it's just one, one big container, as opposed to what I've been rocking for the last... Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, oh, you know what? I have talked about this, haven't I? Yeah, I have talked about this. So let's let's not uh, let's not dwell on that. I'm pretty sure I've 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 gone into that already. <clears throat> I mentioned the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, didn't I? Oh, now the uh, now the tinkle. I just I've just heard the telltale tinkle of the uh, of the food in the bowls. It is that's the thing though. That's what what made me talk about it. Is it's so quiet, whereas the other one it was re- It's really like it's very very loud very loud you couldn't miss it um so it's nice now that i i just i don't hear it all i hear is the little tinkle of the of the food coming in and i'm hoping i've got the proportions right the other option i have uh is to record a little um a little noise to uh alert the cats that food is ready but i'm hoping that the tinkle tinkle that seems to work so far so yeah the last time um so i was talking about my studio which used to be ponder left hand side here. Give, give me a second, hang on. Sorry, been very sniffy, so I just had to, you know, deal with that. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, I used to have a, a studio, sort of a little booth, but I could never get the sound right. Um, I, I we did did the whole thing with egg egg crate, um, you know the the egg egg box stuff. Um. My parents, God bless them. It's just the infinite kindness of the, the here's a here's a thing. If you're lucky, and I know not everyone not everyone has this, but there's something about the infinite kindness of small gestures of of like there's something in that, like I don't know, uh a couple of years, maybe more into living on my own. Last place I was, uh, and every now and again, my parents would go to the go to their market, and they pick up their you know fruit and veg and stuff, and they pick me up a bunch of chicken, like chicken breasts, and my dad would take them home, and he'd he'd do you know he'd he'd sort out his own you know for him and his him and his him and my mother, um, and he also did a bunch for me like he'd he'd slice them up and put them in individual bags and stuff so that I could freeze them. And there's just something in that, the the sort of the casual gesture that, that like, if you're lucky that, that parents do, that can just, I don't know, it's, it's, there's something really, that always meant a lot and it's, it's hard to describe. Just the casual unasked for kindnesses. I wish I, I, I think I wish I was, was better at. Um, but yeah, they, they, uh, with this place, they, they knew I was, I was getting more into, um, 
voice work, doing audiobooks. And that's, I, I'm going to be straight with you. There's a part of me that kind of maybe wants to get back into doing that again. And it's only as I'm sort of really saying it. It occurred to me, I think yesterday, to, to maybe... As I think I mentioned yesterday, I'm I'm all sorts of in all sorts of places at the moment work wise. I've got this I, I feel like actually a lovely way of putting it is rather than being confused, I have lots of options. I'm very fortunate. I've got lots of options. And I don't know, it just occurred to me because I I never did it so oh I, I've got myself excited. <laughs> I've got myself all excited. Oh, I'm all flustered. Um, <laughs> so it's it's this this would be mind you. Um, there's there's a, a, a friend I'd like to call her. I think I think we're friends. Uh, called Imogen Church, who's a phenomenal voice actor. Uh, I work with her on on my kids' book. I I think she is wonderful. Now I'm not bad. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm actually I'm not bad as a as a voice actor uh, for audiobooks anyway. You know, I, I enunciate. I, I do a better job than I'm doing here. I don't smack my lips quite so often. You know, but uh, I'm a, I'm a better enunciator, um, and I you know I keep a good memory in my head of the different voices for characters, and I you know mess around with accents, don't go overboard, and all that kind of stuff. I'm actually pretty good, and I've got well well rated. Um, but she's she's another level, and and she's talked about. Um, like you, you, you are. You tend to be sat down because you're doing this. She's doing this for like eight hours a day, and I have done that. You know, I, I, I have. I've spent a day doing, doing an audiobook. You know, I did. Oh, I can't remember how many. Something like fourteen of them. I just thought. I literally just now. I'm like, wouldn't it be fun to do that again? And the reason I stopped doing it is. It, the not not the novelty so much, but yeah, a little bit of the freshness wore off, and I was more acutely aware of the bits that were a lot trickier. I think I'd probably be better now at certain aspects, like figuring out how to deal with mistakes, because um, the the software there is depending on on what you use to record, there are options for doing. Um, for dealing with edits, uh, uh, dealing with like if you, if you need to make a mistake, there's a thing called punch and roll, which I ended up figuring out how to do in one piece of software because it didn't exist. But I think you can do it in Logic, which is you know one of these big audio editing applications, which I now own, which I didn't when I was recording audiobooks. Um, but the punch and roll thing is this idea that you can. Let's see if I can remember it. You're recording, and then you can hit a button, and it will sort of rewind, and then you'll hear the bit that you need to come in again on, and you'll just carry on. So the the punch, I can't remember what what the punch is, but the roll is like it rolls backwards, and then it rolls, or it rewinds, and then it rolls forwards, and you sort of meet meet the, the end of the audio with the beginning of you speaking again. And what it means is you can hopefully sort of fix any any edit points at the moment where you've made the mistake rather than what I ended up having to do most of the time. I sort of got it working a little bit for a while. And I even had a foot pedal that would that would do it. It would it would uh, trigger 
like a macro, you know, keyboard macro, and it would rewind, and then it would go. And it never quite, it was never quite reliable. And it would put a marker in, and so, so I could go back, and and that was okay. Because then that's really what you want is is to not have to listen to the whole thing. But that's what I ended up having to do, and so it took so much time. You know, the last one of the last books I remember editing, I spent a whole day editing, and probably a couple of you know times that I had to re-record. Um, I actually don't know if I'm set up well enough now or if I have to go under a duvet again. I think I'm probably all right. I think with this microphone, I'm probably okay. But I don't know, you know. Um, it's, 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 it's a thing. But the other, the other thing that I, I noticed and I wasn't giving enough time for, uh, and it's interesting, I think, it's one of the big one of the big questions is I, I I did a big no no, I did a very very big no no, and the reason I did it the reason I justified it is because I wasn't charging very much, which is a whole thing, and and possibly actually just nonsense anyway. But you you should always read the book before you narrate it, right? That's the thing. Um, because what you do is you mark up the script, and so I I you know, saw this with Imogen, and I knew you were supposed to do it anyway, but I never did. And so um, I'd end up reading the the book and then not, you know, not always knowing which character was which sometimes because it's not obviously, not every paragraph begins with, Susan says, you know. Um, but you know, you, you get into certain patterns. You realise, like the kind of books I was reading, there were usually two different people's narratives, and so one one chapter would be person A, the next chapter would be person B, and then back to person A again, and then they'd meet in the middle and have a kiss, um, and lots more. Um, and uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I was never reading the scripts beforehand, and. It's absolutely part of the job. Absolutely should be part of the job. You know, sit there with the iPad um, and just go through and, um, and, and you know, highlight, make notes, draw, scribble in the margins, whatever you need to do. Uh, I don't exactly know how I would do it, but it's, it's figure-outable, right? Because, um, you know, you, do, you even do things like putting emphasis on. And, and it's also the big thing. So, like, underlining or highlighting certain words where you've got to emphasize them or whatever, uh, as, as a mental note. But the other thing is, it's just, it's knowing, it's not being, you know, um, surprised by the words that are, that are appearing. Because, you know, you should sort of read them a day or two, I guess, before you go into record. And then there's an element there that it's still fresh in your in your mind. You also know how far along in the book you are. You've got a sense of the the narrative arc and the tension that's being built and all that kind of stuff. Like really, really so many good reasons to do it. Um, and I think that for me, it was very much a time is money thing. But even with that, uh, as, as the thing, excuse me. Stop it, you. Stop it. Cat being a nose. Even with that proviso, I actually think the time you save is worth it. And, and, and you know, that's going to be one reason why people do it. You know, the time you save um, by pre-reading uh, is is the um, is is what saves you later on. You know, 
because I I would spend a day recording and then a day editing and you shouldn't have to do that. So by by sort of backhauling that um or back backloading that front front loading it. Yeah, no, it's front loading it. By front loading the effort and rereading before pre-reading beforehand means you haven't got to do it's it's the same thing with like going live podcasting. I mean, I'm lucky in that our expectations for this half hour are low. It's for me to be here, you know, and, and to uh, hold space. <laughs> we will talk about some of these phrases at some point and why they make me shudder. Um, I have a thing about, like, invented phrases. Like, everything's invented, but I don't know. So it's, it's not like buzz. Well, it doesn't matter. It's a conversation for another day. But you know, my job here is to hold space for an hour and, and to, to for us to, to spend time together. My space is not to be erudite and fascinating. Or that that's not my job here. Um and so I, I you know, I don't worry too much about the prep as long as I know that I'm gonna be able to talk about something. And you know, luckily we haven't really had a moment yet where I've gone So how about that local sports team, huh? You know. Um but it's the reason I bring it up is it's it is that kind of rule in podcasting. It's like if you want to go with the edit with the, the least amount of editing, then you have to do all. Of, basically, you have to edit before you turn the mic on. So, what the reason that this sort of gets me as excited as as it does, and where I perhaps wouldn't be so you know up for it uh, up for other um, aspects is. Doesn't pay that badly, and I've already done it. It's one of those few things where I actually like. I have a portfolio. I have. I have. You know. And I, yes, I haven't done it for four years. Four years isn't that like? No, I I know for a stone cold fact that I could log on to acx.com, the Amazon Audio Exchange. And it'll be exactly the same interface for, for for a start. I know it's not going to have changed. One of the reasons I know that is I was I was I was up it uh, sometime last year because I I actually get residuals every now and again. Now my my particular model is I don't really uh, I don't really play that game. I would much rather just this is what you pay me. Now perhaps future Mark thinks well, and I, I think I might have done this as a. As a, as a, well, I must have done this as a deal. I don't remember, but I must have done this with a deal with either a publisher or an author that was like, I'll charge a little bit less and then we'll do residuals. Because a lot of it, and they were a publisher, so there's much more likelihood that it's going to be all right, but a lot of the, the books there are self published. Um, and a lot of them are not very good. I mean, yeah. You know, there's some, there's a lot of fantasy, there's a lot of fantasy and a lot of, um, you know, elves doing it or whatever. I mean, elves do it, dwarves do it, even educated orcs do it. <laughs> oh, that's delighted me no end. Oh God, I've amused myself. I'm sorry. It's the standing up energy. That's what's done it. Ah, uh, but yeah, I don't know, like. I kind of think I might give it a go again. I'm I'm weirdly returning to like 2016, 2017. 
versions, except in a much better, more interesting place than 2016 me was, because 2016 me was still having to build websites. Um, having to, as opposed to getting to, you know, uh, and, and building websites for things that weren't necessarily filling him with inspiration. Whereas now, I don't know. I kind of think maybe it's worth another go. What do you think? I've got myself excited thinking about it. Ah. Because 20, so 2017 was a really interesting year for me. And you know how this this goes, right? I, you know, I talk a lot about myself, but I try and make things where I can. Things that you know we can we can take away uh, and and find something in rather than just whatever. You get it. Um, but 2017 was mental for me. That was my year of of overwork, of overcommitment. Um, I don't remember coming out of it being. Exhausted. I actually weirdly remember 2016 Christmas, or otherwise known as Christmas 2016, being quite tired and really, really looking forward to that break. I, I don't think I had that with 2017. What I actually ended up doing, and I think we talked about this a couple of days ago, uh, when I was talking about New Year's, is I spent 2017, you know, New Year's Eve, 2017 going into 2018, at this very desk, uh, well, not this desk because it was a different desk, but in this position, except sat down, uh, doing some server migration while watching Jules Holland's Hootenanny. Um, and it was quite, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was quite nice. Uh, I had my, I'd, I already had a big Chinese. I'd probably, uh, a meal. I'd, I'd probably nip back into the kitchen every now and again and get another, you know, uh, chicken ball. Bloody love chicken balls. Um, you know, battered battered chicken balls, absolutely magnificent. I don't like sweet and sour sauce. I can just eat a ball raw. You, yes, you do what you want with that information. And I would come back here and I'd do a bit more server migration and I'd drink a bit more Jack Daniels and Coke, and it was lovely. So I don't really remember feeling that overworked. Twenty eighteen, yeah. Uh, Twenty eighteen was the year of burnout. Twenty eighteen was burnout and depression. And paying for all of the work of 2017 uh, in, in not a, you know in in not a good way, um, but it was the year that I started. Uh, I went full time with Podiant. I went full time with my first ever software as a service business that I was running myself uh, and and was sustaining me. Um, and I did what the only thing I knew how to do at the time, which was sort of code. And I, I went on this huge tear of, of of updating the platform in this particular way and stuff. And it's like, yeah, could have could have done that, but could have not, and probably would have been fine. But anyway, that's those are those are that's for that's <clears throat> that's we're not taking. Uh, uh, the bus is not going to regret land today. Um, we're, we're staying at Opportunityville right now. But yeah, like 2017, I was doing audiobooks. I was doing, I was working on Podium. You know, I was building that. That started at the end of 2016. So I was fully into Podium. I had clients, you know, customers at that point. Uh, I was doing a radio show. I'd start, well, yeah, I was doing a radio show and then I quit that. 
and then started the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, I was also going in and out of doing a show, I think. Yeah, I was still doing this in 2017, The good, uh, a good news show called uh, The Mood Elevator, which Brendan might remember. Um, I was doing a show that wasn't very good with my friend in America um, called The... And uh, the oh, what's it called the distraction engine wasn't a good show. Uh, the reason it wasn't a good show is because it was trying to be a particular kind of show, rather than, and and also we actually didn't massively get along that well. We weren't like we weren't really best buddies, and we yeah it was it was a it was a weird one. We'd met oh yeah because it started that in twenty sixteen. And we're still going through that in 2017, um, uh, halfway through. And so, yeah, I like I started the year doing this. I talked about the um, the radio show, which was the like a Dungeons and Dragons, you know, choose your own adventure game. That was 2017. Um, so that was a radio show with a podcast version. I was deep in Podium. I was also doing some big client work because Podium wasn't really paying any bills. Uh, it was probably. Um, Costing it almost certainly was costing more than it um, uh, than it was than it was bringing in, um, and so I, I was doing web work and I was doing audiobooks, and I did the audiobooks up until twenty eighteen, sometime in twenty eighteen when I, I finished, um, but I don't know I've got a sense of um, of opportunity of maybe 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 getting that back because you know. I had to go through the thing, and this I think this is interesting. Sorry, the reason I said there might be something in the 2017 thing was really just to talk about burnout and how it can be, it, it, it's so hard to, like people talk about protecting yourself against burnout. And actually, I don't know, maybe it's just a particular neuro makeup, but I find that very difficult to know what's going to cause, what's going to take, give me burnout and what's not. I don't think working a lot necessarily burns me out i think working towards something trying to push a boulder up a hill that's i think what burns me out i don't think it's doing lots of things and being busy i think i'm kind of energized by that where i screwed it up is by again having this one project that that by the end you know by 2018 because yeah, twenty seventeen was the year of working lots. I called it the year of overwork, but twenty eighteen was when I really felt burnt out and, and depressed. And I think that the depression, I think, is it was a different thing. Um, but the burnout really was—I don't know. I th- I, but I I think I think just that sense of I'm now working on this full time. It's got to work. It's really important that it's got to work. And I put, I heaped so much pressure on myself. That for me is what burns me out. Is 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 my damn self. Um, and so I think the the thing to take away here is that burnout can blindside you. And I don't think I think what you have to do is I don't maybe some can, but let's assume you can't notice when burnout is going to happen. All I think you can do is notice when you're feeling it and then go. Right. Okay. Everything is screaming at me that I need to keep going because the whole world, like, you know, combination of capitalism and my own sense of commitment is telling me I need to push forward with these projects. But there's this bit of my brain that's going, yeah, but you, you had a temper tantrum in a, you know, whatever, 
that might be a sign that you're, you know, maybe struggling a bit. And I think you have to know, you have to notice those signs as they're happening. I don't think you can predict them. So that's 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 a little lesson there. Well, we are just about at our time. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, to think about about going back into the voice work because it's just nice to look at stuff and go, that's the thing I can do. You know, I, I, like I said sort of earlier, I feel extremely fortunate. You know, I'm not using the word lucky because it's not luck. But fortune, um, I do feel fortunate, and 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 you know, I don't necessarily say privileged, but sure, <laughs> you know, but certainly fortunate to to be able to have have turned my hand at a few things, and occasionally they've they've come up, and and to be able to look, kind of look back and potentially revisit them and go, might be nice to play in that space again. Knowing what I know now and and also knowing my worth and being able to say, you know what, I'm going to charge an amount commensurate with the fact that I need to do a lot of prep beforehand. I am very much thinking out loud. It's my own time. Let's, you know, this is, this is, this should be our time. This should be time for us. Um, so I thank you for, as ever, uh, genuinely and with, and with deep gratitude, thank you for allowing me this space to think and to, yeah, get, get a little bit energized and a little bit excited about, uh, about new, new ways to, uh, to do what this guy does. <laughs> so let's, let's bring this into a close. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the standing energy. Let's see what that energy brings as we, uh, uh, it brings to our, our closing a closing thought. I'm clasping my hands together and I'm planting my feet firmly on the ground and removing all distractions. Please make yourself as comfortable as you would like to be. I don't think anyone would like to not be comfortable, so please make yourself comfortable. <laughs> Even more comfortable if you'd like. And I will remind you that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are safe. And you are welcome.